Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Warning, the following program is the officially sanctioned podcast where three friends talk about the show about four friends who compete to embarrass each other. Who compete to embarrass each other. Who compete to embarrass each other. Full disclosure, Shay just told me that she just listened to the podcast theme for the first time. (laughs) I actually like it. Imagine so, like if you just heard it now, that's her listening to that for the first time. (laughs) That should have been a drummer or something. (laughs) It sounds like you're doing the Pee Wee's Big Adventure theme there. I love it. That's so great. I'm so well. Welcome everybody to the official and practical jokers podcast. Uh, I'm Casey Jost. I have uh, Shay here and my buddy James McCarthy, and we're excited to break down this episode. We also have a bunch of questions. How fun is that, James? It's great. We've got a whole mailbag full of questions we're going to get to today uh, from listeners like you. So yeah, thanks so much for sending in those questions. And if you want to ask us more questions in following weeks, just tweet at us at hashtag Jokers Podcast, and we'll get back to you with some answers. I got to give you props, James, because you. You've been prolific with answering people's questions on Twitter. I'm not on Twitter a lot. And when I see a question, sometimes I miss it or it's older. And I, I'm like, oh, is it weird if I hit them up now? <laughs> but I should answer more. And you've done a really great job in it. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, it's good. It's funny. Like anything that's like a good, like these questions around the mailbag, great questions. Thanks for asking them. Every now and then you get weird requests or things. And I kind of just don't even respond to them when it's like <laughs> something like, I don't know. Yeah. Sometimes people like to ask us like, hey, can I get four tickets to the Joker's live show. And I'm like, I don't, I don't work on their live show. I don't, I don't have access to the, it's hard for me to get four tickets. Oh, you're good. Cause I get asked for donations for rent. <laughs> That's great. You know, the funniest thing in working on this show for like nine years now, my family and stuff like no one's ever asked for anything. The only thing I've realized recently, the only thing they ever asked for was when Q's beer company first started out and they had that party. That was when like my parents were all like, Hey, can we go to that? Like, they've never been like, can I go to That's a Joker so show? Fun. Can I come to a filming? Nothing. But once Q had that R&H opening, they're like, hey, is there like a ticket for me for that thing? He's got a whole beer company. Like, let's go. That's all you need to know about my family, I guess. That's fun. It's something about Q. Yeah. It's really funny because I do remember that. That was a fun day. And it was sort of like, because it was, it's not a huge place. It's a kind of a small brewery in terms of like what yeah. their fan base usually is. It was like a, almost an exclusive. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I felt I, I felt like a VIP to be there. Yeah, that was great. I was over at the uh, the flagship brewing company out in Staten Island. Island. That's where the, the Rubsman Horman brewery gets brewed up, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Right next. Well, right next door. It's kind of connected. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. 
So, uh, are we talking episode? Are we talking questions? What do you guys want to do? Yeah, let's hop into this episode. I mean, this is uh, you know, starting out with uh, a little thing we call office sitter. So, you, we've done bits like this in the past where the guys are house sitting, usually. is maybe the one you've seen before where they're asking somebody to come watch their apartment. We decide this time we'll bring people through an office space and have them check out the office, get a lay of the land, see Megan Rico, one of our junior comedy producers, coming out in a wet towel, <laughs> walking through like yeah. it's no big deal. Uh, you know, fun, normal things things like that in an office. I got to say, this is a kind of bit that we couldn't do in earlier seasons, right, Shay? Like yeah. we didn't have the, the amount of cameras no that we could have now. And we didn't own no. the cameras. So we, we would renting. have to yep. rent them and, and we'd have to rent so many, right? Mm -hmm. If we were to do this. Yeah. This, I think, would be a more, um, well, it's still a robo day, but I think it would have been a bigger robo day. Like we used to have, like we used to right. hire company TV boy and they would come in mm -hmm. and set up all the hidden cameras in the walls and, and all like Yeah. This. And when you say robo, I'm just going to, for the people who, who don't understand, like that means a robotic camera. So that the difference there would be like, sometimes we have, if we're shooting on like in the street, this season, everything is robo. Uh -huh. But if you're, if you, if you were filming outside or when the guys do intros, there are people holding cameras. Whereas anytime, anytime else, it's a robotic camera that's being operated by uh, camera people like that use joysticks and stuff. The handheld cameras are called Vixias. So like the little cameras, we use those. And sometimes we use the big ones, but the, I, don't really know the name of those. I should. <laughs> it used to be like EX3s. Yes. And now they're like, yeah, I used to know all this stuff. Mm -hmm. It's so crazy. I know. And I think they've upgraded for the most part. And they're, they're probably like either really nice Canons mm -hmm. or Sonys or something. So yeah, but yeah, that's so funny that yeah, robos. And now we so, play so with this, joysticks. Yeah. And this was like an all robo in multiple rooms. Like we didn't, we didn't have the, the amount of cameras that in the past and now we can. And it lends itself so well because it, it feels so real. Like you're in this hallway and then you're going to some room. It's like really like a, what other hidden camera show has such a large playing space? Like there's so many different rooms that you could mess around in. Yeah, you guys hit the nail on the head. Like now that we're able to kind of cover that much ground, it's really opened up the, the guys' minds in like terms of what we can do. So they're super mm. excited to get like a whole office in. And I think we're going to try to play around with it a couple more times this season. Mm. <laughs> you know, if everything that we've got up on the board to produce <laughs> comes through. So yeah, I think we're going to do some more things like that. I can safely say. So yeah, it was really exciting for the guys. And this bit, is always in my mind a home run. You can just plant things for each Joker that they're not expecting in the room. It's starting out with uh, Jana, one of our comedy producers. A lot of mm -hmm. you may know her from doing the mommy daddy bit earlier this season with Joe in the grocery store. That's right. Now you can catch her uh, reading some stories to the rest of our production team. Because that's the funny thing about right now. Because again, it's during COVID. Everyone's like, how are all these people not wearing masks? Right. We filmed this bit during COVID. Well, everyone she's reading to is on our production team. Everyone's getting tested multiple times a week. And in addition to like right before they go onto the floor and they take off their mask. Just the answer is how do we do it? A lot of testing. Just a lot of testing. <laughs> a lot of testing. Uh, one thing, I, a challenge for us that I would like to do in this episode, I saw also on Twitter, I'm not as prolific as James, but I did <laughs> see someone request us to bring back Mark of the episode, which I think yes. we've done. We did one last, I think maybe an episode or two ago. And in this episode, I don't only want to do Mark of the episode. I would like to do cast member of the episode. Great. Oh, I'm so with that. This has so many crew members. Members, maybe that's a crew member of the episode. I should say, right. cast member is the four guys. Crew <laughs> yeah, member exactly. is you know Rico and the towel and Jana and you know you got uh, all you know all kinds of Dan, Dan cast, cast of course as always. Cole, Shot, it's a lot. As we go through, just keep that in the back of your head that we're gonna have to pick a, a, a crew member. Yeah, let's do it. I mean, right away, I want to say Hopper should get it for donating part of his hair to this challenge, and you could see how upset Q was when Murray cut Hopper's hair in the challenge. I know Joe said. 
said he's been working on that bit for a year and a half and told yeah, us yeah. to do it. But that doesn't change the fact that he's got these beautiful locks that had to get cut on that day. And it, it, it's a tough one. You know, what's actually really funny about that is like Murr has, you know, the least amount of hair. And so you'd expect <laughs> him to really like care and cherish people's hair and when they have it. Yeah. But Q has something different like Q. And I could, I could say this because I have the same, but Q has this like evil witch hair. <laughs> like it's, like, <laughs> it's, you know, when it gets really long, it's like both gray and black. And it's mm-hmm. like an evil witch, like a cartoon or a horror movie. <laughs> and I, I could say that because I also have evil witch hair. So I think he's like seeing Hopper's beautiful hair. It's like, you know what I mean? It's like a surfer dude. You know, yeah. it's like, it's perfect. It's flowing. You know, yeah. he, he's had it for so long. And so, and he knows what it's like to have long hair. Yes. So I think right. on that level, Q can't handle it, which is so funny. It felt like a punishment for Q. I call Hopper sexy man bun, just to throw that out there. His okay. name for the past mm, four, four or five years, maybe, has been sexy, sexy. man bun. I'm going to start calling him <laughs> that and we'll see what happens. Yeah. Again, HR does not exist at our office. It's a very <laughs> normal nickname for Shay to give out. Yes. But, and he actually, he was waiting for Murder to cut more hair off. Which is insane. If you see, the rubber bands he yes. wanted Murr to cut the top rubber band but Murr was so scared and didn't know that and he cut the bottom rubber band so at the end Hopper was like oh I still have hair but he thought he wasn't going to have any hair so he's still kind of happy a little well you know what's funny is I was thinking I was like oh, that's crazy but then I was like look if I like wanted to cut my hair a little shorter I would save it up so I could do it on national TV mm-hmm. are you kidding me well, but yeah. no, no matter what it's a huge donation Um, alright and then we're moving on we got uh, I really liked Joe term this i can't believe you've never done this where you don't know the word and you wait for the person to say it that was yeah. killing me with like front doors and elevator and stairs <laughs> yeah just drop it and like always using the wrong word with a fun runner in there that, that always gets me joe's got that good dumb look when he wants to pull it off <laughs> yeah the guy was like really like uh, he was like he's like oh something's wrong i better like help this guy out like it's such a funny way to start a turn it like yeah it was great the top off that was the best oh my god the sperm yeah. bank top, oh, top yes. it off. yeah if you want to top off wait and here's my question do you guys know the answer that wasn't a sign we put up right that was a sign at the place that was Shay? for real i thought that was a sign we put up no that's a sign we put up yeah okay we did put it up great mm-hmm. I, but i had the same thought i th- i thought to myself that's such good design like lucy or, or, or will thaxton like did such a good job that looks perfect it looks like it belongs there so that's i guess i think they did the, a job well done for the believability because i mean if it were me i would just like take crayons put it on some uh, cardboard <laughs> and like stick it up there with spit oh that yeah that was great and uh you know another crew member that did great and this was kian yes right there, chained to the desk drinking out of a dog bowl yes our one of our crew members all the way from the emerald isle which actually <laughs> is going to bring us to our first mailbag question of the day Ooh. so Shay and Casey, we filmed in a lot of great places, have we not? Correct. The answer is yes. 100%. Did I get it right? (laughs) That is true. But that's not the question. The question (laughs) is, which would be your next favorite place to shoot? Like out of every place Uh, in the world, what is your choice for the next travel show for Jokers? Again, imagine a normal world. No limits on your thinking. Australia. Australia. Ooh, quick Australia answer. Yeah, I, I have a lot of I have a lot of thoughts about this. I I don't know. I part of me thinks like South Africa would be really interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. James, you and I would like pitch that once. I think I, I think at one point when we were talking to the guys about the movie, I think we pitched that. Go to go to South Africa. Yeah, absolutely. that would have been yeah. dope. For like specifically, I think for the punishment, we'd go to South Africa and like swim with sharks and stuff. But yeah. we had done sharks in Hawaii. I mean, maybe Safari. we could do it at that point. So yeah, I think Australia is is pretty good. I, 
I'm trying to also think like logistically, Mm -hmm. which is probably not the challenge. I think we've talked about like Canada. We've not been to Canada. It'd be really fun to to do like a full, like go across Canada. And you have a lot of different kind of vibes there. I agree. It's not even that far to get to like Montreal or something. That's like eight hour drive from New York. We took the bus there on the bus tour. We took the bus from, where were we? I forgot where we were. That sucks. in New York, Albany or something? We were like PA, I want to say. Oh, okay. Uh We were like PA and we took the bus to Canada. I think if we go to Canada, we like make sal and seminate a moose that's a punishment <laughs> yes yeah. boom what about you james i mean i love both of those australia or south africa would be great the other one i have in my top is uh where kian's from ireland i think ireland would be mm. another great spot to do it i mean all these places like again you can go anywhere in the world right just having like english speakers is really important for the show <laughs> like it's true because the guys don't know any other language i'm sure we can make bits work if that wasn't the case but like just mm-hmm. for the ease of the show going to another place with uh english as the first language is pretty helpful. Yeah. So that it kind of limits us in that way. Yeah. I think like any of those three choices would be great, but those are all international. What do you guys think about in the States? If we had to go somewhere in the States, where would you want to go? That's a good question because, you know, certain States have a great vibe. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like uh, Florida, like Miami, like has a vibe. And so does Texas has like a Southern. Nashville. Nashville would be a good one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nashville would be fun. That would work. I think, you know, a California, we did, we did California. California. I was trying to think like a a Northern, but I guess like I, I would like a, maybe like an Alabama. Or I would like, like to do uh, Atlanta. Yes, Atlanta. Atlanta, Atlanta, would be Atlanta. Choice. I would like to do Atlanta. Atlanta would be dope. Atlanta would be fun. Chicago. Yeah. You know, just as a destination, it's so beautiful. It's a great, it's, you know, because it feels similar to New York, but maybe mm-hmm. it would be a little bit different. You know, maybe the people are a little different than, than we have here. Yeah. You get out there, do like the boat tour on the on the water yeah. down there in Chicago. Beautiful. Uh, you know, down in Atlanta. I'd love to do something at the varsity. If you've ever been at the varsity in Atlanta, that place is great. It's a fast food joint down there. It's an institution. Oh yeah, I rolled by. Yes. Love for the guys to work down at the varsity in Atlanta. It looks like a diner, right? Yeah, yeah. With the yes, yes, yes. I also think like a Boulder, Colorado has like a whole, you know, or even Denver, Colorado has like, you know, a city there. Definitely. We could do Salt Lake City. We'll do some Mormon stuff. (laughs) Yeah. That'd be fun. I mean, they'll give you some reactions. And you know what else (laughs) I'd like to do when you're out there, if you're out west? I think we could even do like a whole national park episode. Like pick one of the national parks, like Yellowstone. Uh, What's out there in Utah? Is like Zion out there? Zion's out there. I love Utah. Yeah, but you pick like a national park. Like, I mean, Grand Canyon's obviously a a pretty big one that we would love to do. It's like, have the guys be park rangers, have the guys be Mm -hmm. tourists in a bit. Like, Mm -hmm. there's so many different things you could do. Like, do a camping, as we call it, like a camping IFB where the guys are like teaching a class how to do camping or like a survivalist presentation. I think those would be great. There's one other place actually, you know, that I got to mention, it's come up a couple of times. I hmm. hope we get to go there. That's in the States, uh, but not in the contiguous 48. It's uh, Puerto Rico? Alaska. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes. Puerto Rico too. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, Alaska yeah. would be so dope. Alaska, Alaska cool. would be cool. Yeah. I was hoping you'd take Puerto Rico because I, I love Puerto Rico. I'd love to, <laughs> I would love to go there just for work. I mean, you know, for fun, but like, you know, wink, wink for work. Right. Yeah. That's the one where it's like, you get a room and then you're like, also, it's like my wife's coming down too, right? Like, yeah. So we can, <laughs> Like go on a vacation. Can I get next week off? Because we'll just hang out for a little bit longer. That's pretty much how Hawaii went. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> remember how much fun we had in Hawaii? Like, oh my right, so gosh. the guys had like you know a hotel that was you know nice, and so Shay and I had to like drive every day to go pick them up, and so it was me and Shay together. It was so fun. <laughs> remember the ride to the airport? Yes, it was. A, it was yes. amazing. All right, well we gotta we should jump back into this because yeah. right now it's like we're talking about cruise stuff. I just want to thank uh, at Laney Cinema for sending in that mm. question. 
question. So Delaney at Laney Cinema. Thanks for sending that in. Big up Delaney. So going back to some of this cruise stuff. Yeah, we got Colton. Do we talk about, oh, we didn't finish Joe's turn because I, I had a question because we were talking about Kian. Uh, and do you, right before Joe enters that room, do you remember what he said? Because he was told to just make up terms, like, you know, get them wrong and say terms that don't exist. And so as he was trying to work the lock, he said yeah. this phrase and it killed me. It was, can't find the right balloon for the refrigerator. <laughs> it's such a funny, like it's, I can't, I can't believe off the top of his head. That's like, they were like make up, make up terms. It's so funny. He's trying to put a key in a lock and he's saying, I can't find the right balloon for the refrigerator. Oh, that's it's great. So funny. Mm-hmm. That'd be like one of the things that like college kids would be saying to their roommates as they can't get back into the dorm where they're just like, Oh, yeah. can't find the right balloon right here. It's one of those things. It's like Murray always says, it's like a sentence that's probably never been said. Exactly. That's a good one. And then swords back into the sperm bank top off did you top off today which i really thought joe was going to refuse but fearless joe right. refuse it's my yeah. twin we don't refuse it's my twin <laughs> i'm guessing fraternal show. so then all right so that's joe's turn then we got sal and buzz how much did you love buzz buzz is up there for maybe mark of the episode oh buzz is gosh. definitely up there for sure yeah he was great he really got creeped out by dan cast walking around as a ghost i think we got buzz right there i think he fell for it just a little bit he's at least a little bit concerned that he was in a paranormal universe right here so this must have been a joe and bergio uh like plaque that so our friend pat given is a guy yeah. who we grew up with me and me yeah. and joe grew up with him he's he's like if we had a, our own impractical jokers it would be me joe pat and our probably our friend mark or chris vert sure so he married a, a woman named samantha and so she became sam given that was sort of the uh the, the like that's how that name came along but right. what i love is throughout his life everyone would always pluralize his name for for no reason and murray didn't even know this and murray goes that's sam givens i was like <laughs> it's so funny that like even in this setting someone has pluralized his name you know it's it's very funny that's just a little thing for me that i like it's always fun too when the guys like they have an idea for a joke like the memorial plaque and then we're like do you care about the name they're like no great so that's how we get to pick a friend and put their name on there and like put it out there for the show yeah anytime that we could throw something like that in yeah rico in a towel guys i i was i was shocked because i wasn't there that day so i saw this and i was shocked to see megan rico in a towel yeah surprise and she played it so well her acting in it is great it really felt like she was in a towel i I I just remember with the bit, the person had to be soaking wet and just watching it and thinking like, don't slip, please don't slip, please don't slip, please yeah. don't slip. <laughs> because it's like, that's what soaking wet people do on those like office floors. It's like so slippery. I was like, oh, I'm so happy when she just made it through and uh, yeah. back to safety. It was weird that she came out of the room that was just called the sperm bank. That was, that to me was, the, <laughs> that was probably the weirdest thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so that's saying that. I, I definitely felt like even from where I was watching, I, I tried to make up in my head like where she was coming from like as if or where she was going because that's so strange you know what i mean like because right. even if it was let's say there was a gym you wouldn't ha- you still wouldn't pass someone who's in a towel it's a very it's a very odd thing <laughs> when you don't expect to pass someone naked in a towel yeah it's college dorm rooms only pretty much where that kind of thing happens where someone's just walking down the hall in their towel getting back to the room yeah which is so funny yeah i yeah uh, that this turn had a lot it also had vampires so yeah yeah rico in a towel did. vampire Ham and cheese in the pocket. The sandwich in the pocket was the thing he almost felt strangest about. After yeah. all that stuff, he was like, you put it in your pocket? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for later. And then Dan Cass did a, in a tremendous job. I would have I would have broke. I would have laughed. I, I can't help. Dan's always good, man. He's yeah. a pro. 
He's pro. He might be he might be crew member of the year. Uh, it's it's a tough one. I mean, Dan Dan's definitely up there. You got Cole again, it comes in next where it's like, you know, it's really good. Everyone on the crew does such a good job. It's hard to pick one, I'd say. Yeah, so that's great. This next turn with Q, this is where Sal actually drops in. So Sal's actually, he's trying to put himself in the running, I think, for crew member of the episode. Because he's <laughs> down there doing the Polish jokes uh, PowerPoint, basically, with the, at the whiteboard. That's like kind of like, and Sal just wanted like a TMZ style setup where he wanted to be like the head TMZ guy or whatever yeah. and have everyone just pitching Polish jokes to him. And it got cut out, but like John and Megan had no prep for that. And they were just trying to make up Polish jokes on the spot. Like there's a few that people could remember, like the submarine with the screen door and stuff like that. But like at some point, so I was like, no, 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 forget all that. Forget all that. I want new ones. Go wow me. And so it's like, just really funny to be in a room on the spot where it's like, yeah. I mean, your job normally is like coming up with jokes and stuff. But now it's like, you have to come up with intentionally bad jokes. Intention bad offensive jokes on the spot right. <laughs> like when you should your boss be in <laughs> yeah. front of your boss yeah like it's pretty yeah it's it's a it's a that's a that's a hard task you know and like so yeah. they're the, the, so yeah, yeah okay that's interesting they're still in the running for crew member mm -hmm. of the episode um and then you had uh the fire emergency every man for themselves oh, which i think is something that probably was hard for q since you know he was a firefighter yeah yeah a bit of a crazy policy with the every man for themselves exit policy it's basically women and children second is what he said <laughs> absolutely his hatred towards janitors oh my gosh hilarious yeah with even getting up to like smashing that cup i was gonna say that might have been my favorite yeah and then the guy's reaction to it. Yeah. Priceless. So good. Yeah. I love seeing that. I mean, the obscenities wall that I love that we had to blur things out. Very curious what we had to blur out. Can't really say them because then we'll just have to bleep them out. So. <laughs> I wrote down, get rid of everything, but now I'm forgetting what that was. Yeah. I mean, that's Cole Everything Weber, must go. Oh, that's that, right. Uh, Lucy, again, there. great crew members in there. But you say that and then I put, put them in a Ziploc bag. Why did I write oh, that? Oh, I know. Oh, that's, that's in the, the next one. That's in the yeah, next bit. I, can't, I wrote that down too. I'm okay, excited. So I, I put it. All right. I was like, what did I? Yeah. All right. So that's finished. So what are you guys thinking? Who is your crew member of this of this episode? Uh, I mean, it it's tough. There's a lot of good people, uh, but it's Cole. What? Cole eating the paper. Cole's performance in the bit. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I got to give it to him. He, I'm going to be did a fantastic job. I'm going to be really harsh. For me, I want Cole as Joffrey. I want Cole behind the desk as people come over. They hit you for the tax. You know, they hit you. You know, um, they banged you. You know, like like on that. Uh, what's it called? The the extra fee at the restaurant. Mm -hmm. at, yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. At I like Cole in the real. Does that make sense? Like mm -hmm. a little more subtle. Yeah, I like a subtle Cole because when he says things or they feed him things, then it's a real surprise. This is a little bit Cole unleashed, which I don't mm -hmm. mind. I like seeing now and again, but he's not going to get my. I, I, I have a soft spot for like when it calls the the straight man who says the weird thing. For sure. I mean, but you know, he had to do what he had to do in the bit. You know, that's, true. He can't be subtle here. He, the feds are coming. That's He's got coming. to shred the evidence. Give it of everything. Eating, he was eating evidence. I think he swallowed paper. Mm -hmm. Ate paper that day because he got so into the role. Bargain basement, Matt Damon commits. Yes. <laughs> You're not wrong. And he delivers. I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to give it to Megan Rico because okay. that's outside of her comfort zone in a lot of ways. And knowing, yeah. <laughs> I know Megan Rico, but she will do whatever it takes. You know, she's she's now going to be, a, I think, a, appearing in a sketch show, actually with our friends, our Mormon friends uh, out in uh in Utah. Dope. Uh, yeah, she's going to be on uh, Studio C uh, next season, really which is great. Sketch. A sketch really show. Really funny show. Check out this sketch. What's The best way to search it is uh, Scott Sterling. I think if you go to YouTube and you do like Scott Sterling volleyball, like search that. It's a really funny Studio C sketch 
uh, really clean too. Like the you know, whole family can watch it. That's kind of like what Studio C is all about. And uh, they've got some really funny ones, but that one always like jumps out to me. But yeah, our old comedy producer, Jake Van Wagner works over there now. Dope. Right. And uh, Megan Rico as so well. Rico's now working on that show. So I'm like, this is great. I'm seeing her commit to this weird out of the, out, you know, out of her comfort zone. That's my, that's my crew member of the episode, folks. Shay? I mean, I got to give it to my right hand. Mm. I can't do it without giving it to Dan Cass. Mm. He was committed. He yep. was committed. Yeah. He didn't break. It was the straight walk. Even when the man told him to stop and put his hand up, he paid it no mind. It's a funny <laughs> bit. It's a funny, yeah, it, it, the, it's a good bit. Like that that turn that he did, like where he just like, like the whole mm-hmm. thing is performed so well. And he always delivers. So yeah, I, you know, no bad answers here, except for the Cole one, of course. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> and obviously I only said it as a joke. Just kidding, Cole's the best. Cole's the best, I'm kidding. All right, moving along to this punishment. Are you ready for the Ziploc bag? Oh my god! Oh yeah, well, the challenge into the punishment, right? Oh, I should. I'm sorry. I didn't. Even, I. I didn't. I don't know why I said that. I think I just because in my notes I wrote down that's a pun. But yes, you're right. I mean, it goes. It goes into each other. Yeah. I mean, it's a very. I'll just say this. It's. It's an atypical episode. We have a challenge, sure. and then we have a JVJ that goes into a punishment. I'm sure Reddit is blowing up right now over <laughs> over yeah. the fact that it's not. Seven, not seven challenges and a, a 10 minute punishment. Yeah. I'll, I might take a break from the Twitters tonight because it's probably going <laughs> to be like, what? Only one turn in the episode for Murr? I'll tell you what, though. I laughed a lot through this episode. I, I On paper, I was like, oh, wow, it's interesting. Is it like a shorter episode? And I was like, oh, this is, I, they have to keep all these laughs in. That's why they do it. <laughs> and it's crazy because it also just happens organically sometimes. Mm-hmm. And like this punishment was another thing that just happened organically where the guys are like, well, Sal lost. And I think it be really punishing for him to have to go out there and destroy the work that these uh, ladies were working on. And not only that, like, I think they had it in their mind the whole time to do that thing at the end. Like Murray said, we want to make a new meme of Sal because Sal <laughs> has been memed in the past and it hasn't been good. Yes. People have been harsh on him. I will say relentless for sure with that old photo, much like the guys have been, you know, using that old photo. And I think they were looking for a way to do it again. So they got him into this costume and they wanted to do something that would torture him, not just on the show, but for the rest of his life in real life. <laughs> like when he goes online and everything else, like this meme of that shot will mm. be out there. And I think that will legitimately punish him. And like, sometimes I think that stuff shows on the show, but sometimes I think the guys really think about what will punish my buddy in real life. And that's, that picture will do it. Trust me. Also in the moment, like, you know, we had to cut things down for time, even in an episode like this. Sure. And huh? he was out there for like 30 minutes in character. And he was yeah. like, this is brutal. Like, let me stop. Yeah. So then they were like, well, let's keep him out there in character and let's make him have to do something like he lost. So let's have him break their stuff. You know, it's similar in some ways to uh cue at the X's, right. Where the punishment yeah. was like, you know, you have to do this. And so that's it's similar in that way that it's like all, these people have been working on this thing all day and now you're going to go down there and break their shit. <laughs> I, I had a good time watching this. I think that's, it's interesting too, because it's like, there is a version where that is just, that could be Sal forever. He hits his head and he just becomes that character <laughs> yeah. for the rest of his life. A guy that's, uh, <laughs> I guess, hooked up with Andy Warhol, if I'm to believe every word out of his mouth. And Truman Capote. The guy must be a real muse, actually, I guess, yeah, if he's I inspiring know. such great artists. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Is he an artist uh, in resonance or is he Oh, you're right, himself? he is an artist. Uh, but Joe's turn really killed me because there's so many, I forget how 
much of like a, like a culture sponge Joe is. And yeah. he like soaks in all these like terms and, and things. And it's such a weird mishmash of like, of like, you know, martial art movies right. and video games. There's a Hadouken in there. There's finish him, there's, right. you know, so put him in a Ziploc bag is like from karate kid. One of the Cobra Kai guys goes, yeah, Johnny, put him in a body bag, Johnny. <laughs> and so he's like, put him in a Ziploc put bag. A Ziploc bag. Wait, the hot, the, what is it? Hot, Hadouken. Whatever. That's from Street Fighter, right? Correct. That was the is it Hadouken or Hadouken? Because I used to be like, are you get I don't know what I, I was know, saying. Yeah. I, you know, I didn't know what it was too as a kid. And then I think I as I've gotten older, I've seen like it referenced in, you know, in in, in various things like this. But yeah, it's Hadouken. Hadouken. And, and there was also a thing that got cut from here that Joe helped me figure out the words too. Do you remember Physically Fitta? Yes. Ah. Oh my god, that did get cut. It got cut. Whatever that song is, I think it's in like one of the Madagascar movies where it's like physically fit, physically fit. <laughs> There's, I don't know, five minutes of Joe doing that on the balcony that got cut out I know. for time. Or maybe because we couldn't get the rights to it and he sang it too close to the song. Yeah, it, it was really funny, but I never knew they said physically fit. Basically, but with the accent and the beat and everything, it's physically fit. Physically. <laughs> yeah. Joe Gatto helping me figure that out. Yeah. That was a very funny moment. It must have been a legal issue because it was too close to actually performing the song. And so right. our, our illegal was probably like, yeah, that's, you can't do that. Yeah. But it was funny. It was crippling Sal. Hopefully that maybe gets released on, like maybe it'll get leaked online. But yeah, there was a couple, he, he hits himself in the balls right away with a stick, which is so funny. Like in the beginning <laughs> of the bit, he hits himself in the balls, which is so, which is just like, I, I'm sorry, that's just always funny to me. Yeah, <laughs> it's always absolutely. Gonna, someone hitting themselves in their own genitals. It will always be funny. Well, 100%. I, I mean, and Joe, you know, he's trained with the nunchucks there too. Yeah. I, I know he lost them over the balcony at one point, but Joe was a, uh, an aspiring ninja as a kid and he had nunchucks <laughs> and he had like, I think like ninja stars and everything else. And he would like practice with them mm -hmm. uh, as he grew up. I think he like, he told me once he wanted as a little kid, he wanted to be like a martial arts 007. Mm -hmm. yeah. he, like love 007, love spy stuff, but then also loved ninja stuff. So, <laughs> and I, think, I also love, he broke the whole thing and just went like Manigots, <laughs> which is like <laughs> Manicotti which you call Manigat right. like in Staten Island Italian and then right. became Manigats. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you there, I, you know, I hopefully that, I bet you there's people who don't, don't know what he said there that was so funny, but that's what the origin in was. is so insane that like the vernacular can become Manigats and that means Manicotti. <laughs> it was fun, man. The awkward question of, uh, or I wish one of you guys was dating my daughter. I guess yeah. not a question, just straight up saying it. So awkward for these kids uh, as they're out there. I guess, varnishing wood, which is another thing. That's like, I, I, just a little background for the, the listeners out there. We wanted the the Marks to be doing something where they could pay attention to the, what the Joker was doing and they wouldn't be too absorbed in the work. And we we're like, oh, well, why don't we have them like paint yeah. some furniture? And that was like, great. And then our director, Hood, was like, yeah, the only thing is like, what happens if we cut out a bit, like the physically fit that one mm -hmm. and something goes from like not painted at all to like completely painted or like half painted to completely painted. So we're like, all right, well, what if they just varnish the wood? Mm -hmm. And so that is why they did this very pointless task of just sitting out there, putting some lacquer Varnishing on wood. wood. Yeah. We care about continuity, even though we're not Spielberg or something, but, con you know, an eye for continuity is important to us. So yeah. is that why I have two of these desks? Well, I try to turn them into desks sitting in my house now that Will Thaxing, that Will Thaxing gave 
me if it was if if it wasn't junky over there, I would show 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 you. But it's a, my cleaning lady's coming tomorrow. I believe you. It would just be for us because we're on Zoom watching each other. But in, the people at home. All right, let's see. No, I'll no, you don't have to show. It. You don't. Don't, don't worry. That's you don't have so to show funny because I really don't That's, care. You, I you trust you. Them. That is the I best shit. You got it. I did. That's I've, stolen, I've stolen a good amount of stuff on set for sure. Can you see? Them? Oh, I do yeah. see it. Yeah. So she showed us. It, I, it's legit. Those are nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get them painted. Like all of that has to be cleaned up. My, I have a cleaning lady, right? Because I don't clean. I cook. I don't clean. Okay. Yeah, you so can only do one. She, yeah, she comes once a month, so she's actually coming tomorrow, and she has to get all that together. But I'm getting them painted to to match the shelves. And I was telling Will that he was like, we have extras. Oh, wow. We have backups just in case. Yeah. Wow. You got the backup and unvarnished too. So unvarnished. you can paint it. I can. Because otherwise you'd have to strip that varn. It'd be over. So talk to me about questions, James. You got more questions? Anything else about the varnish or what we take from set? Oh, no. I, no, none about the varnish. I mean, we've got some things like right here. I mean, obviously, you know, we filmed this punishment this week, but I got to ask you all, what is Casey and Shay? What, which punishment was your favorite to film? And this comes from at Amber Carlance. So thanks, Amber, for that mm. question. Which is your favorite mm. to film? Favorite punishment to film? Mine is always going to be mer- um, skydiving. Yeah. It might. Oh, actually, no. My first punishment might be it, which was the um, sow um, elephant, the car yeah. keys in the elephant poop. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was my, I think that was my first punishment. And it was crazy because I think I either myself or at the time Amanda Morrison was working on the show, either yeah. we, one of us had the car keys. I don't remember right now, right. but one of us had the car keys in our, in our, um, and he thought they were, and then he just kept digging and digging and digging yeah. and digging till he, <laughs> it was great. But the skydiving, I say, because I had to like not babysit Mar, but babysit Mar. Yeah. And he ran and he, <laughs> went in the bathroom and cried like he was it was a lot to get him to really like he ran and jumped into the 15 pass van and locked himself in but didn't know that the back seat door was open so i was able to like it was it was crazy it was that day was crazy He's a, it was it was the task trying to get him to jump out of that um that good plane but you can't say no to a punishment right that's right you can't or you're off the show yeah that that's a great one yeah i mean i can just imagine you got that like i mean that's like when people think about like working on the show like stuff behind the scenes that we get to see like Mer crying in the bathroom for 15 minutes or something he called that his is, mother his father yeah. it was oh my god yeah he was saying his goodbyes right yes yes that's wild it was great yeah how about you case what do you think um i i, I don't know i have a soft spot for novocaine it's mm. weird. I, I think about it a lot. Like there's something about it in terms of like a punishment where you lose control of something, which is his mouth, his right. entire mouth for a presentation. So, you know, I remember even when we first started, you know, working on it, it was mostly just, he had to talk about these things, yeah, any kind of things. And then, then we were like, well, what if he also has to eat food? So, you know, the ability to not hold food or water in your mouth and then also have to talk about it, you know, I've always really loved it. There's other ones too that I like, you know, that I think are more iconic, like bingo or skydiving. Mm, But like, there's something about Novocaine that I remember at the time and it's just always stuck with me. Yeah, that's a great one. The way I took the question anyway, is like, which was my favorite to film? So not necessarily my favorite to watch, but like being there was my favorite experience. And so a few popped to mind. One is like the Tino Martinez punishment, just cause I got to meet Tino Martinez. I'm a huge Yankee uh-huh. fan. And that was kind of like a dream come true. He was on like the 96, 98, 99, 2000, like world series teams for the Yankees. It's like uh, just pretty incredible to get to meet him. And then same thing with like being at city field. Like we got to like tour city field when we did the Syndergaard punishment, uh-huh. got to go in the locker room, got to like meet 
Mets player has got to walk on the field. Like I, I'm never going to get to do that. <laughs> you know, a baseball talent certainly didn't carry me there. Uh, <laughs> so it was very good to like, just get to do that. But I think my favorite one after putting a lot of thought into it is the bingo punishment because it was so fun to watch. And we got that experience of watching that whole punishment play out in real time for like a half hour or whatever. But yeah. it was also we're on location. So maybe this is a bit of a cheat because locations are always the most fun trips. But we got to do that on location. We got to go gambling with the whole crew. Q took us out to go see like Guardians of the Guardians. Galaxy. Yeah. We had like that night out. We all just got to hang out. So like that whole night, just filming that bingo punishment uh, over at my... I it was at Foxwoods. Yeah, Foxwoods. That was Fox it. Woods. Yeah, because we did um, Andrew yeah. Dice Clay, I think. Yeah. Is that that trip? Maybe that's what we skipped to go see the other thing, but I forget because we've been... <laughs> yeah. Uh, but maybe... That, yeah, I forget. We've been to Foxwoods. I don't know if we've been to Mohegan Sun. It was one of those. Like, it was you know. Foxwoods for sure. Mohegan Sun, we only did live shows. But yeah, I think that was like probably my favorite one to watch film because it that is such an iconic punishment, but then getting to watch the entire thing play out yeah time was pretty special but then just getting to hang out with the crew is always the best there's something about that like the, the what we're hitting on with those three it's like there's something about when you're there where you're like he's going through keys and you know he's you're, you're seeing him put his hand in shit i'm seeing <laughs> i'm seeing a dude's mouth get shot with novocaine you know yeah. what i mean like you're it's it's just like it's it's a it's interesting how i wish everyone could experience it i wish everybody like i wish our, our viewers could like watch a live like punishment like that you know sometimes we do have live ones and it's probably really fun if you if you know the show hopefully yeah. if it's something where they're not supposed to but sometimes they do they are supposed to know the show and we've had them come out like we did um i don't know if this made it to punish but I know it was on a live show where um, Q was, I'm a bush, I'm a bush, which I have to say yep. might be another one of my favorite punishment ones only because yeah. I had some type of interaction in it that I can't really talk about, but it was great. What got me was the kids knew who, who um, Q was like after the fact, cause he kind of saw his face a little bit, but the coaches did not. And the coaches were upset. Because he's uh -huh. interrupting, he's interrupting a baseball game. Well, not even a baseball game. It was practice for a game. So they had different teams there practicing and stuff. And he was running through and, and interrupting the, the practice. And the kids knew who he was, but the coaches did not. And the coaches chased him around that field. It was crazy. That's for the live show, right? Yeah, we. I think it was supposed, yeah. I don't know if it was supposed to be a punishment for the live show. I know we used it for the live show, though, for sure. Right. But I think it was supposed to be a punishment. I'm not sure. Because Q got tackled out there when he did that, right? And then it got cut. And they were going to show more of it, but it got cut because I ran in and kind of, yeah, don't mess with my boys. Do not mess with the guys. Don't mess with my boys. On you. Don't mess with my boys. Speaking about that, this actually kind of leads into this next question that someone brought up. Because people always ask us, how is it when it is revealed to the marks that this is just a TV show, right? Mm -hmm. So That's we have this question. question from at DW Downing 619. He asked, have you even considered a reveal episode just to show the faces of people learning they're on the show? We get this question a lot. People always ask us, like maybe as one of the specials that we do throughout the year of like doing one where it's just the reveals of people finding out they're on the show. I'll let you two talk about that first. Do you think we should do that? And then I'll let you know, I got an answer from Dan Cast about how Dan Cast feels about this. Oh, that's so funny. Let me know how you guys feel about that idea. To be honest, yeah, I, I, in a perfect world, it would be great in a perfect world where we <laughs> the guys go you're on impractical jokers and we like have that filmed which doesn't happen often occasionally i think murr does that right <laughs> but in general the guys don't like the idea of it being a show that shows reveals because that's been done before 
mm-hmm. the guy's kind of like this whole idea of the show. It's a reverse prank show where it's like they're embarrassing right. themselves. Right. So to anything that seems like what a prank show would do, I think they've, uh, they've strayed away from. And because it's not, you know, it's not really a prank show. And then so to, to do that makes you, makes you feel like it is. So I, in that way, I, if, if it was, if it was more like that, I would be like, yeah, let's do it. But I, I think most of the time it's probably they, they leave because there might be other uh, people coming in. They want to lay low to, so that we could keep filming. And yeah. then a production assistant goes over. Cause I used to have to do it, do right. releases. So I would go over and be like, Hey, you were actually just on a show. You need to sign this release, please. And you know, like it's called practical jokers. And sometimes people go, what the hell is that? And I'm like, well, it's the show. It's on true TV. <laughs> They're like, what the hell is true TV? I'm like, it was, it was court TV. And now it's, <laughs> anyway. So like, if you want to watch me explain to someone what, how court TV became true TV, then I, man, maybe this special's for you. Some, I think we should. And some, I think we should, I get what you're saying case, but I think if, we did like a special of just like different reactions because like we had one guy who thought he was on a show but didn't really realize he was on a show and so we told him we was on he was on the show and his reaction was just like crazy and we had another girl was like yeah i watched the show that's the show with the they don't really know what it is but they think they know what it is they kind of right. you know like they like yeah with the, it's the, the two guys that, that prank or, or whatever yeah the, and like, the guy who does yeah. magic and he surprises people with magic yes. carbonaro <laughs> But right. then you have those that are really fans of the show and still don't know that it's them. And then when you tell them, like uh, we've had we had like fans like cry because they really, really didn't know that they were on this show and they're like excited about it. Yeah, that's interesting. It does yeah. happen. It does happen like that where people when you take them out of the pack, people don't realize. And mm-hmm. so it's it's interesting. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know what yeah, I'm excited to hear what Dan Cass says. Yeah, I mean, just to go off what Shay was saying, actually, in the episode last week, do you remember when they were doing the uh, the bit where McPartland is interviewing the guys mm-hmm. and Gatto's on the floor? Gatto was on the floor and the Mark he was with saw the Joker's mm-hmm. movie the night before. The night before. And yep. didn't recognize Joe what? the mm-hmm. next day. He was like, yeah, that was Joe. You were just in the bit with. He was like, mm-hmm. are you serious? He's like, I saw that movie last night. And we were like, he was wearing a half shirt, so he's probably distracted. He was probably just staring at the belly. You know what? We get a lot of those. We get those that say, yeah, I watch the show all the time. And they're like, so how don't you know that that's Sal? Right. Or how don't... We get those a lot. We do. And they don't... They really just don't know. But let me give you the Dan cast answer. And if you want to follow Dan cast on Twitter. He's at DanielCast72. Wait, Dan Cast is on Twitter? Everyone's on Twitter, 72? Shay. Everybody's on Twitter but me? Everyone but you. I'm getting off it. So don't. I like Instagram. I'm not, I, I agree. I can't, I can't have so many of these things. I'm not doing TikTok, guys. I'm sorry. No, I can't either. Keep asking and I'm not gonna. No one's asking me. <laughs> Gatto's on there. <laughs> Gatto kills on there. Gatto, Gatto kills. On. He might. I don't know. I don't watch it. He does. Yeah, I just don't watch it at all. You but I've heard he's on he there. He gets the kids involved. <laughs> the wife is involved. It's, it's a good little... He got a good, I've heard it's like, good. I do like yeah. to see... I, I like to see a family affair like that. I just can't download another one of these apps. I gotta, That's how I gotta I feel. work. I'll watch. I'm just not doing it. But Dan Cass, damn sorry. So Daniel Cass 72 said, people's reaction to finding out they were just on a TV show they've never heard of is not interesting to watch. (laughs) (laughs) I know I'm there. Trust us. (laughs) We'd sell a special to True if we thought there was enough. Also, most happen outside of our camera view. Mm. And you know what? I completely agree with Dan Cass. Mm -hmm. Great question. People ask us all the time. And I think it's just something to talk about on the show. It is really not that interesting. A lot of people, when they find out, like you guys mentioned a few of like the best reactions, but often it's like, oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I'll sign. In the beginning, I used to get, good luck with your school project is what I used to get in the beginning. But this was like season two when nobody you know 
Like, right. That's like the whole. When, that's the whole production hack, right? Like yeah, to get a release, you're like, I'm yeah. doing a, I'm doing a college doing like, project. It's college project. But as a TV show, we can't lie to people like that. Not anymore. Sorry. I think it's like if you walk by a film set, it could be like Spielberg's filming, and they're like, "What are you doing?" You're like, "Student film." Mm-hmm. It's true. It, it is really not as interesting as people think. It is, I think, what it boils down to. Even just think about like every turn that the guys do when you watch the show. It's like two minutes of Murray on the floor. Murray's out on the floor for 40 minutes in real life, 45 minutes to get two minutes of comedy. The reaction that the marks give us in the 15 seconds it takes them to get pen to paper isn't that interesting. And then to get that, like there's like a good one, like every now and then, like to just add all of those up to turn it into one special, like maybe you could do it. But like Dan said, a lot of them happen off camera. We can't follow all of them. Like our guys running the robo cams have to follow the jokers and their bits and everything else. So like, yeah, it just doesn't really work. I'll make this promise though, because it's happened in the past. If there's one that's really good, we'll put it in. It's happened. We've put in, we've put it in like, you know, for the myriad of reasons we've said, but I think part of it is like when you watch a show that does have reveals, it's always the same thing. You know what I mean? Like it's always the same interaction where someone's like, you know, and Mm -hmm. that's cool. Maybe like once or twice, but like you can't do it all the time. So, but if there is one that's really special and really cool, we will put it in. That's the Casey Joe's promise. That's a good promise. Good Casey. Casey Joe's promise you know is going to follow through on. You guys aren't missing anything. There shouldn't be any FOMO about missing the Mark's reactions. Trust us, you're getting to see all of the good stuff. And on that note, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your questions. Please keep them coming. Wait, but can they ask me questions on Instagram? Because I don't do Twitter. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Follow Shay on uh, uh, Shay Star Child. Did I get it right? Shay Star Child, or as Danny Howes would like to say, Chasta Child, C-H-A Star Child. Yeah. Uh, And then I'm, yeah, I'm I'm at Casey Jost on both Twitter and on Instagram and James is Mick James McCarthy on both. That's right. Wow. Look at me knowing your handles. (laughs) Cool. Well, so yeah, please ask us questions. I I will try to be better at it. James will try to be worse so that we can even out. Shay uh, will probably send you So I answer comments and I do sometimes do DMs. I do read all of my DMs. I'm not going to lie to you. I read all of them. I don't answer all of them. Slide in Shay's DMs, everybody. I do read all of them. I never check those. I never see any of those. I mean, I have those that like automatically come and then I have those that will like wish and I go to those two. So And make sure to hit me up uh, if you need need tickets to see the Impractical Jokers because I have unlimited them. <laughs> I am kidding. I, need, I am being sarcastic. I'm kidding. I do not have tickets for you or anyone. I barely get them for me. Uh, all right. Well, I love you guys and uh, I'll see you next week. Thanks, everybody. Bye, y'all. Mwah. This is the Impractical Joker Podcast.